0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for joining us here. You know, this time of year, it's always very interesting to me. But this time of year, you see, um, as P- as we transition into a new year, the 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 couple weeks leading up, and and then uh, the the first you know, first few days and weeks of January, you see a lot of people who get this excitement for, hey, it's going to be a new year, and especially this one uh, because. Hey, it's 2020, so people talk about vision, and uh, it's a new decade, right? Our son was born uh, December 30th, 2019, which I'm grateful. I wanted him to be born in the previous year, simply just because uh, I think it's cool that he's already lived in two different decades. Um, and so for him, he's like, I wasn't, man, you're, you're so young. You were born in 2020? I was born in 2019. Anyway. But you see what happens is where people get this excitement, this expectation. Hey, what's God going to do in 2020? What's God going to do in 2020? And, and there's two sides to that. First of all, it's good. It's good to have an expectation for God to do something. But but when it comes to what is God doing, God is doing uh, what he's always been doing. He's giving more time so that more people can be saved. So to think, all of a sudden, hey, it's 2020. I heard someone say, you know, I believe 2020. You know, it talks about vision, and and I've had, uh, I believe this is the year that the Lord's going to heal me and 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 release my um, release my financial breakthrough. And it's like that's the that's first of all not biblical. God isn't waiting. To heal you, Jesus didn't wait for anybody to be healed. He didn't say, "Come back in 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 six months. It's not your year yet." So people have this thing where it's like the pressure is on this year. All right, this is the year we've been waiting on the Lord. Almost like we're we're doing our part and God's just been slow about His part, which isn't biblical at all. But um, uh, for for us, the decision becomes: What are we going to allow the Lord to do in our lives in 2020? How are we going to yield more to the plans and purposes of God? But there comes a decision for us to not allow ourselves to stay in the realm of the soul. You know, God has made it where we are uh, spirits; we're living spirits, right? God made us a living soul, but God, we are our born—the born again part of us is who we truly are, and that's our spirit. Our spirit is perfect. Our spirit is sealed by the Holy Ghost. Our spirit is protected by the Holy Spirit. We have the nature of God inside of our spirit. We have uh, perfect love inside of our spirit. We have the faith of Jesus Christ inside of our spirit. We have the same anointing that Jesus carried inside of our spirit. And so that's where the source of our life is, because greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. But the the battle for us becomes to not live according to the flesh not live dictated to by our soulish realm man i see it where i'll speak words of life right i'll speak positivity i'll say man this is going to be the best year that we've ever had and you see people begin to roll their eyes well you know, you don't know my circumstance, you don't know my situation. And that becomes an issue because people allow themselves to live in the realm where life happens to them. And, and they say things like, well, you got to be realistic. How do you know it's going to be the best year? You can't just say it and it's going to happen. But God has given us our tongue as a way to break us, to move us ahead. You know, the Bible says in Proverbs 18, 21, death, and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall shall eat the fruit thereof. And this isn't a thing of just like just keep saying things and it'll come to pass, because it has to be with an engaged heart. I remember where uh, I almost felt like, you know, if I didn't confess certain things, Lord, I thank you for providing a car for me. Lord, I thank you for the car. I thank you for the car. I thank you for the car. That if I didn't say it enough times. Uh, it wouldn't come to pass. I remember having I was teaching a, uh, in River Bible Institute. I was teaching a class on prayer last year, and had someone say, "How many times a day do you say that?" and and just that question alone shows a misunderstanding. Of how it works, but it's the natural thinking. It's like, all right, how many? It's like the the disciples. How many times do we have to forgive? Seven times? No. Listen, you forgive as many times as it takes, because it's not about the number of times you forgive. Jesus wasn't saying you need to forgive 490, 70 times seven, right? He that's he wasn't saying this is the number you aim for. He was just saying you forgive until he's forgiven, because you got to forgive from your heart. Like you keep forgiving, you keep forgiving. You just live in a place. Of where you're willing to forgive, right? And so it's from an engaged heart. People who use their mouth, God has given us our tongue as a way to break, to break through, to move ahead in Him. And so for many people, they haven't unleashed their tongue on their circumstance. They haven't allowed themselves to engage their tongue. But this is what we need to understand. Going into 2020, to use your tongue to your advantage isn't just... All right, I'm not going to say the wrong things. And it isn't just, all right, here's my list of things that I have to say, because that's still living in the soulish realm. It's all about hooking your tongue up to your spirit. What's alive in your spirit? Say that. You'd be better off saying one thing that's real to you, that you believe. Man, I'm the blessed of the Lord. If you have a revelation on healing, man, I'll never be sick another day in my life. I'm full of the life of God. Sick? Are you kidding me? The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in me and quickens my mortal bodies. Sickness has no home in my body. I'm the healed of the Lord. And you say it from a place of faith. It's not just about speaking words in repetition. It's about believing the words and then speaking them. If you don't believe the words, you, what's the point? I mean, you can say it as a thing of faith and you could say it at first, but, but engage your heart. Put the word in your heart until it comes alive. Lord, I thank you. I'm rich and I'm getting richer. I'm strong and I'm getting stronger. I'm full of the life of God. And so I'll say things like that. I remember a friend in South Africa, a Christian guy, text me. And I said, hey, how's it? And I hadn't talked to him a while. I said, hey, uh, or sorry, WhatsApp me. And I said, hey, man, how's it going? I said, how you doing? I want to see you happy, fearless, healthy, joyful. And then he said, uh, he, t- he replied back, yeah, um, well, you know, I lost my job, but thanks for the thought. And, just, and you could tell his, his tone of voice through the text message. And it's like, we should grab, is it the word of God? grab a hold, let yourself be encouraged. People like to sit in the soulless realm. There's a, oh, I can just wallow in my own, you know, it's been tough. It's been difficult. This is my life. You know, I'm the realest one out here. All y'all talking about how God's going to do this and God's going to do that. You understand that the only thing that has power to change your circumstance supernaturally is the word of God. It's the life of God. Jesus said and this is such a key John 6:63. 6, he said the words that I speak, let me read it to you. It is the spirit that quickens the flesh I'm ready for it. Here we go. It is the spirit that quickens the flesh prophets nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. How is it that God created the worlds? It's because the words that he used were full of life. And so it's no different. When I speak the word, it isn't just to show that I'm spiritual. It's to produce a result. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. For many people, the only reason, the only thing that you haven't progressed in your walk with God is because you haven't opened your mouth to speak what he's done through you. That brings me to another scripture, Philemon. Man, who who teaches from Philemon? It's a great book. There's only one chapter, Philemon. You better read Philemon. If you've never read Philemon, tell me you're going to get to heaven and see Philemon and be like, I'm sorry, bro. I never, I didn't read the letter you got from Paul, right? Um... Philemon 1 verse 6, that the communication of your faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. What does that mean? Begin to, your faith becomes effective as you acknowledge what God has done on the inside of you. What is every good thing God has put on the inside of you? Man, first of all, God has put the Holy Ghost on the inside of me. This is the Holy Ghost. This is the same Holy Ghost who brooded over the waters on on the day of creation and, and brought light to the earth. Full of power. This is the same Holy Ghost that raised Jesus from the dead. He lives inside me. I'm never alone. Man, begin to acknowledge what's on. Begin to unleash your tongue. Hallelujah. Don't align your tongue with your circumstance. You know, it's been a tough year. 2019 was really the toughest year of my life. No, instead of saying, yes, that may be the fact that 2019 was a difficult year. But why do you go around saying that? No, this is going to be the best year I've ever had. Hey, this is going to be... 2019 was fine, but 2020 is going to be amazing because the Bible says that he crowns his years with this with his with the with his fatness and his paths drop his path he crowns the year with his goodness and his paths drop fatness the bible also says that we go from glory to glory the path of the just is as a shining light so it can't help but get better you align your tongue with the word of god you almost have to unhook it from your mind and just hook it up to your spirit That's why being stirred up is so important. What does it mean to be stirred up? It means to be in a place where you're living out of your spirit. Well, what does that that look like? Well, you pray in tongues. Pray in tongues until you hit joy. How do you know you're stirred up? You pray in tongues until you hit joy. Well, I've never hit joy and i prayed in tongues. You haven't prayed in tongues enough. You've been thinking about video games when you pray in tongues. Find a scripture and think about a scripture. What's a scripture that you love? Psalm 23. Uh, What's a scripture that you love? And pray in tongues. How about this one? Lord, uh, how about this? Well, any one of them that we talked about. Lord, that the eyes of my heart would be flooded with light. Father, and then I think about that and I pray in tongues. Lord, you're bringing revelation to me. I'm going from glory to glory. You align your tongue with the word of God. And so, even when discouragement comes, you learn how to be someone who can encourage themselves in the Lord, where you don't need. I mean, there's times where we lean on other people, and I, and I listen to preaching. Hey, if I'm feeling, you know, you listen to preaching, but there comes a point where you're not leaning on other people to encourage you. You're encouraging yourself and other people. That's what God wants to do. But you don't allow yourself to live in the soulish realm where you. Roll your eyes when someone says, man, isn't God good? This is going to be an amazing year. And you think to yourself, yeah, right, whatever. Like, don't don't disagree with the word. This is going to be, why? Because I serve the Lord. This is going to be the most bountiful year I've ever known. The most impactful year I've ever known. The most joyful year I've ever known. Hey, I'm aligning my tongue with increase. I'm aligning my tongue with impact. I'm aligning my tongue with souls. I'm aligning my tongue with God's plan for my life. Your tongue matters. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. What side are you choosing? And again, it's not, how many scriptures do I have to say a day? That's not. Stir yourself up. Before you say anything, get stirred up. Stir yourself up. But even if you start by saying, Lord, I'm a believer. Every time I hear your word, I believe it. I'm quick to believe. Start saying positive things. Even if you feel like your life is opposite. People say, you know, I've just struggled in the area of faith. Stop saying that. Hey, I'm, you know, I'm growing. I'm growing exponentially in the area of faith. My faith is getting stronger and stronger every day because I'm one of those that please God. Hallelujah. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. I want to tell you, for everyone listening, this is going to be the best year of your life that you're stepping into a new area of revelation in the word, that you're going to walk an increase on your job, favor at your job, that you're going to have the mind of Christ in your studies, that your grades will improve, that, you're, that you'll, have, uh, you'll even be better with time. For those of you who've, who've always been late and, and been poor organizers of time, the Lord will give you a mind to, to be able to, to um, organize your time well. God is with you. Align your tongue with with progress, with peace. Align your tongue with life. Align your tongue with health, And align your tongue with the Word of God. I love you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us. Hook your tongue up to your spirit and begin to speak. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We'll see you next time on the next podcast.